Welcome to Minority Corner, where we take an introspective look at the world through an intersectional lens. I'm James, he, him. I'm a queer political activist, actor, comedian, self-proclaimed sexy blurred. That's a um, black blurred. And each week, I'm joined in the corner by other fabulous minorities and some allies tackling the news, pop culture, politics, media, entertainment, and history with a little self-care, self-love sprinkled throughout, all for our own personal and collective empowerment. Hey, 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 Corner Kids, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all, we are back, and the ladies are doing it for themselves, you know, everybody is up here doing it for themselves, because that's how we do, Aneka is back for part two, we still out here doing it for ourselves, y'all, and you know what, you already know, Y'all, I love my lady spy movies. So y'all, we are going to break down the 355, this movie that I have been just waiting for for so long. It combines my favorite things, a winning formula, and then I can already be knowing it because you know she knows your boy. So why didn't it get this movie? Why didn't this movie get the hype that it deserves? I got a theory. I got a theory for you. Is Rotten Tomatoes even relevant anymore? I don't know. I'm feuding with Rotten Tomatoes these days. So can't we just enjoy movies for ourselves, y'all? Yes, we can. Okay. We got to talk about Yellow Jackets. And Neke's got me hooked. Are you watching it? It is wild. It is wild. So we got to talk about this. Insecure is sadly over. We discussed this groundbreaking series. It's finale. Did it stick? It's a landing. We discussed... And on the heels of last week, uh, you know, a, we talked about Seneca Village last week. Well, this week, Aneke is going to educate us on Russell City. Originally established as a community for Danish immigrants, was a town here in the Bay Area, the West Coast. And you might be living there right now. But you're like, Russell City, what's that? Well, Aneke is going to tell you what happened to this vibrant black neighborhood and uh, you already know some racism's gonna be involved. So, all right, y'all, let's get into it. It's time to learn, laugh, and play right here on Minority Corner. Let's do it. I went to go see. Oh, I went to the movies, girl. Guess what I Ooh, saw? What'd you see? What'd you see? Because I've been going. Like I went to go see West Side Story. I saw the Spider Men's. Um, you support? I saw the three. You know, you won't be surprised. You know who I secretly love. I saw the three five five. The who? Jessica Chast, the three five five. Oh, three five five. <laughs> the three this five movie, five. Wait, the, before you say anything. Yes. This movie, I saw the trailer <laughs> or a commercial, mm. and I was like, "This has James written all over it." Yes. Because one, tell, me, tell them why. Tell them why it has me all over it. <laughs> you love a lady spy and a lady with a gun. I do. I love you- a lady spy movie. I love Lady Spies. I you love, love it. You love a tough uh, bitch. You love a I, lady being like, what are you doing? You know, something like that. Kick. Yeah, kick it down. <laughs> and throw it Turtle in a kick. Neck. I love ladies who yeah. kick. Ooh, Holding a gun. Me. Okay, so you, you Ugh, get like how many it. are yes. them? There's like four or five of them, right? Five. Five. And Let you got your is... girl, which I do mm. not understand. <laughs> I know. But you, and you know love what? yourself. You make me question Chastain. it because I thought every, <laughs> I thought everybody would be on board with this. Everyone has pause. Like, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I love Jessica Chastain. Because <laughs> it's her. random as <laughs> hell. <laughs> it is random. She's one of my top five actors. I yeah. love it. I, she's and so also, talented. I'm just going to say it. I love all of these actresses. And it's true. She's very versatile. And she's in a lot of things. She's and I think that's why she's so good. Because she just melts into her role. But the thing that I don't quite understand about this movie is all of the leads, it's uh-huh. been like, where have you been? <laughs> Except for Jessica what, Chastain. Because she did the yes. Tammy thing. Well, Tammy Lupita Nyong'o, she's also in it. So it's got where's she been? Nyong'o. What? She did Black Panther. How many years ago did that come out? Wow. It's true. She was in that movie on Hulu about the zombies. It's very cute. Have you seen any movie where you have to go that movie on (laughs) Hulu? Get away. It was because I think the pandemic. And so they did a quiet release for it. It's super cute. It, okay. it was released during the pandemic. It's her as a kindergarten teacher. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's I've her seen as a kinder- You saw it. No, no saw I mean the, trailer. the trailers. Yeah, but it's her as a kindergarten teacher, and mm-hmm. a zombie apocalypse happens like right in the middle on the field trip. It is That's so funny. fucking hilarious. It's, I love that. Kind of like a Shaun of the Dead sort of um, vibe. vibe. Uh, yeah. So, and I'm Penelope not dissing Cruz, these women. I love Penelope these women. Cruz, I love where she been. Bing fan. Bing Bing fan. Well, Bing Bing fan was like in prison Bing by Bing the Chinese government. That so. was rough. She didn't pay her taxes, and then <laughs> I don't. It's I think a, I think there's more controversy out here, but I don't oh, need to be sure. thrown into because a Chinese she, prison either. I don't either. I'm kind of scared. That's why I'm whispering. I know exactly. She disappeared, <laughs> and then she was like, "I love China," and it then she came back weird. and apologized. Like, what the hell happened, China? What's going on over in China? We're I not paying too. We need to pay more close attention to China. We do. We gotta keep an eye on it. Girl yeah. disappeared. I came back like the like, biggest movie star like yes. Bing Bing fan is was huge yes and then she was mm. sent to a re-education camp like what Creepy okay well fun. we know where but she's three, been we, but where's <laughs> where has Penelope Cruz been uh, I mean you know what and I have to say so this movie mm-hmm. I I've been following this movie since you get ready to laugh more I've been following this okay. movie since I heard about it. it. I since I um, X Men Dark Phoenix because Simon Kinberg, who wow. wrote and directed it, what? was working with Jessica Chastain on it, and they came exactly. up with the plot of it there. You and were so such I heard about it, a Jessica and I was Chastain like, fan, and I have been tracking the progress and production of this movie. Since day, I've been so hyped for this movie. Went to the theater. It was yep. me and some lesbians bu- up behind me, and that, that you know was what? It. One guy in the corner. I and, love a I love an empty theater. You didn't have oh, to worry about COVID in that one. You, unlike me watching Spider Man, where I had to like buy an extra seat to protect myself and had to move some people out I of mean, your seat. I mean, that's I I will say this: you all are in for a treat because I know you, you y'all are not going to go to the theater during the pandemic to go see this, but no. you're in for a treat when it comes. <laughs> You were going to be in for three. It's such, and here's the thing that I get perplexed by. Yeah. I mean, it's a good, I think about all the terrible action movies we had to watch during the 90s. This Very is true. good acting. Okay. The, the inner mixing of the, the women, they, they're so, like, they're, um, their their motivations are very strong. It's a diverse cast. It's international. The action sequences are great, and I just don't get like people. I don't know. It just make I just feel like this is a bunch of five international men who are running around yeah, doing it. So- people would be falling over themselves over this movie. James, here's the thing that I don't understand: why it's so 
like I feel like promotion or hype for it has been so lackluster because yeah. like while I said I don't know where these women have been I am excited <laughs> to see them back because I like yes. them all, all I've been waiting deals. for them they're all big deal women and they're all big deal women they all this is a, like an action packed movie mm. I saw somewhere that somebody was like this would have been pre-covid what we wanted but not now i did not read the article because i was like this is negative from vulture probably probably but then i'm like well what is for post-covid like wouldn't this be the best thing like i remember during when covid first shut down i binged fucking john wick because i needed to put my aggression (laughs) out on something so it's like this would be the best thing to put your aggression out on like why aren't they promoting this i really wonder about it i i feel like mm-hmm. there's something something fishy about yeah it. well and you and i've had conversations offline about how i'm just so done with rotten tomatoes because uh, yeah. i just like there's movies that i'm just like i enjoyed this and had a good time when can i just fucking enjoy a movie right i i disappeared into the movie i had a good time had a good right. romp. the same thing happened with the hitman's bodyguard's wife i had a great time watching it yes. it's just an enjoyable experience and they're like 20 percent rotten tomatoes and i'm just like okay maybe y'all are just too i, I can do the highbrow and i can do the lowbrow can't i have right. both i don't i'm really getting so frustrated with critics lately because yes, it's like what's same. your parameter why why am i why am i listening to your opinion over somebody else's opinion like what mm-hmm. makes you the high yes. level opinion mm-hmm. especially these reviews where it's like they're starting off with like back in 1989 when i was seven years old writing about i don't care about your life tell nope. me about the movie not you know you. not about you yeah I hate, i'm so over it i'm done because you're right like i've seen a shit ton of movies and you know well yeah. So anyways, I'm a big fan. It'll come out to your streaming services. Please check it out. I Support will. these women. And again, and I can't yes. it. Like I, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, this is my favorite kind of movie. Lady yes. spy action movie <laughs> with some of my favorite actresses. Yes. And I just like, I want it to be, oh, you know who's in it that I didn't Who? know was in it? Sebastian Stan. Popping oh, up look at him. Mm-hmm. He's popping up everywhere. I have a friend who's so a director just, that directed him. It makes me sick. I, I, you know, I want a franchise, but I went into it. When you watch it, just accept it as you know. Back in the nineties, there would just be one-off movies. There wasn't always a sequel. Right. Just go into it watching that. You know what? This would probably just be a one, and one is a. It's sad. It should be more, but it's probably going to be the only one because nobody went to go see it. It's like an atomic bomb. Think of it as yes. or blonde. It's a sequel oh, to Atomic Blonde. It. They're making the new one. They're working oh. on it. Well, I'm yeah, tracking but... that one too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love I that you love this genre. Three, I can't think about the three five five because it could. It's essentially a lady's expendables, and they could bring in you know Angelina Jolie into the next one. Just all these different oh, women. You know what it is? Who are these action stars? It's because none of them are really clocked as action stars. So maybe that's why people were like. Meh. But I think that was the point. They were like, let's show these women. That prestige actresses can be action stars, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. mad at that. I love that. I think it's Mm -hmm. a good idea. I'm definitely going to check it out because it's like I need to watch some women kicking ass, multiracial, international Mm. women kicking ass. And then maybe I'll be finally on the Jessica Chastain get on over here she I mean, seems I will like say quality the only thing is sometimes she holds a gun weird but <laughs> see that, you pick I them can... up to knock them down <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, I just, again, because I study, she's one, I study her. Because I think, I'm like watching her and I'm like, oh, that's a good moment. Oh, she's so good. She's so grounded. Like, I'm, I study yeah. her. So there's moments I'm just like, okay, like as my colleague, as colleagues, I'm able to be like, okay. If I was yeah, at colleagues. Award, if I was having brunch with her, I'd be like, girl, just a few scenes, the way that you're holding the wow. gun. Like, it wasn't, here we go. You know, wow. I mean, moments, I, so here's the other question that I'm having, and I don't know, we're probably spending way too much time on this, but... <laughs> Why hasn't she hit it? Like, I feel like yeah, she yeah, is yeah. at, she should be at Julia Roberts level, but she's not. Mm-hmm. Like, people are very yeah. much meh about her, and I don't get it. She's beautiful. Was, she's a great actress. Like, what, what's missing? What's, what's going on? I think she, and I think, because even like her, she took the reins and was like, I want to make this movie. I think sometimes people don't like, I think similar to Brie Larson. She mm. holds the she's too tough. She's too in mm. control. Like and Julie Roberts was in a different time where it was like, oh, just mold me. What do you want me to be? Mona Lisa yeah. smile. I'll just and she just was so kind of going with the flow mm. where you have these other women who are more take seat, take take in charge. And but I, I think love that the that. industry still just doesn't know how to handle women oh. who are doing it for themselves to quote an amazing song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These sisters are out here doing it for themselves. I feel like I'm talking to auntie right now with that. (laughs) Who's the auntie now? I'm visually the auntie. (laughs) My little cat's races. Well, it's true, Neke. These ladies out here doing it for themselves, and these men can't. It's honestly one of my favorite phrases to describe women. Women doing, doing it for themselves. Things. I can't handle you. You need to go back to the seventies when you were a twenty-year-old woman. Oh, she doing it for phrase. herself. Oh uh, my god, she's doing it for herself. It's the best phrase. And like you out here doing it for yourself too. So don't be lying. That's your thing. I mean, song. of course I'm doing it for myself. I am one woman doing it for myself, full and yes. for. <laughs> See, you'll be in the next three five the the three five five. You'll be in the next one. Last thing I want to say is thank you, Reneke, because I, what I do? before before the end of the year, we talked about our top shows of the year, and you were yes. like Yellow Jacket, and I was like, okay, whatever. You Ooh. and every blog is raving about it, mm-hmm. and I haven't. I'm not finished. It's not um, done. Oh. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> There's still room? one more episode. Hold on. There's it's still one more episode. Done. It's not done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I just have to say, what a great treat. Uh, someone yes. had described it to me, Yellow Jacket. It's like Lost meets Mean Girls. Yes. Meets like, I I don't know. Lord like of the Flies. Stranger, Lord of the Flies. Yes. That it's is it. so Lost, true. Lord of the Flies mean girls it's such a great show um i love I it highly recommend aneke described it last week highly recommend so good thank I've you for co-signing it. yeah i will say sometimes like it's interesting because like not a lot necessarily happens in one episode but like the oh, performances and the character excellent. interactions are so gripping that you're just yes. like i'm i love it I love it. also it like speaks to a generation like um all of these youngins and yes, I'm being an old person now because I fully removed from an adult. Like there's a generation behind me. I won't speak for you, James, because you are 
ageless, but there is oh. a gener- <laughs> there's a generation <laughs> behind me that is that are adults, but young adults. And they seem to think like the 90s looks a certain way and they're starting to edge into the Y2K and they're starting to say like, I dress Y2K or whatever. As a person who lived through the 90s, as a person who lived through Y2K and dressed quote unquote Y2K because it was the fashion, <laughs> I, the Yellow Jackets takes place in 1996 and also now, they did a right they have mm-hmm. all the ugly clothes that we wore, not in a stylistic <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, they continue. have all the Dang. like. They didn't. They didn't cherry pick the music. Like some of the music that they play from the '90s, you're like, okay, that's like, yeah, that that's that, that was the song. That that's the great, song that was popular. But, but then there's did. other songs where I'm like, oh Banger. shit, no, embarrassing. That like, <laughs> I was sitting there and they played Republica time baby I'm ready to go and I felt a wave of embarrassment because I bought that single and I played it over and over and over and it's the most annoying song in my life baby I'm ready to go so they do it so well of course you did I could see you just dancing out so bad that is a good I can't co-sign on I do I would not be embarrassed. I would be proud. I would take your little CD player boombox, put the CD back on, and put it out for the neighbors to hear but is what I would do. James, isn't that a deep cut, though? That's like somebody you had to cut, live yeah. through that time to know that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. That's going to be like, I don't know, today, someone knowing like 50 years from now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like I don't know, yeah. it's like a deep cut or something. Like probably not. Uh, something. Like, yeah. Something that just kind of like was the moment. Or like, oh, I know, Icona pops. Um, I love I it. I don't care. Yes. I love it. Like it. That like one. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's not gonna be on like the wow 2010s music now or whatever. Yeah. But if you live through the 2010s, oh, you, you know, know Icona pop. Yo, you know, yeah. I don't care. I love it. I love it, ma'am. You crashed your car into a bridge. People are dead. I don't care. I, I don't love care. It. I love it. I love it. I mean, also talk about a parallel song to Republica. It's kind of similar. The two of those the, could go back to back. The 2.0. It's a, it's the 2.0 version of it. And um, yeah. <laughs> well, last thing before we go is uh, Insecure has ended. And, yes, it has. Uh, it's it's all set it's all said and done i i could I know. have i could have gone I'm with satisfied another, i'm very satisfied it's hard to stick a landing and i thought they did a really good job yeah i thought they did a really good job it wasn't like you know a surprise wild ending or anything but it felt at peace and it felt good mm-hmm. and i watched the um the wrap-up where they like talked Ooh, about the show and I they wanted it that. to feel like yeah it's good where it's like a um they keep living their lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we we got dropped into a section of their lives and they're still oh, living wait, their I did lives see right this. now. The wind down. Cause there's another, yeah, the, there's a another sip documentary thing that they did. I haven't seen that yet, but I, I want to check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think you and I talked about this when we had a brunch, uh, a birthday. Brunch. Now, look at us. Mm-hmm. A birthday. You spoiled me. Um, 
And so one thing that I realized is that and you, you and I were talking about this, and I think because there's so many different shows, like I, I think because the Sex and the City revival is coming up, and I'm, and I'm seeing, yes. you know, it was a show about these four white ladies, and I was like, oh, right. really? Like the thing that I loved actually more about Insecure, and I think was a missed opportunity, was actually exploring the story amongst the four friends, uh, right? Know, getting more into Kelly's life and Tiffany's Ugh. life, and I think it would missed have opportunity with the storytelling and 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 telling more stories and getting more perspectives because they were such interesting characters yeah. and i think that's the one w- and which is nice insecure leave us wanting more um yes just in case more more from them because they're such interesting dynamic characters and i think yeah it would also help them to not have to re- feel like they're repeating the same sort of things again because they mm-hmm. live such different lives tiffany was on a different track than these other girls and so is kelly you know 100 percent. it would have been way interesting to like dip in dip out like like we were talking about a brunch like the molly and Issa of all we get it they're the main characters they're the center point but like sometimes you need a break from the the same cycle that they kept going yeah. through and that they missed the opportunity of digging into what was going on in kelly's life what was going on in tiffany's life like not even one episode that would have been interesting to do like one or two episodes a season that's right. just like Issa's focus. peripheral and it's focused on just like tiffany or kelly like they did it with lawrence you mm-hmm. know they'd have just lawrence focused episodes yeah so but like who why, gives a shit like why, give well, me the friends you know i'm a big fan of lawrence, i know you love i know but wouldn't you rather it have been i would trade off first I, up I and would, then Lawrence. I would have even traded off like for screen time if they're like, okay, you can only get. Are we gonna follow Lawrence or are we gonna follow Kelly and Tiffany? I would have traded off for the for the ladies. Um, yeah, because that's interesting. Can get it, and you know what that well, actor? Yeah. he's so nice in real life because you can tell because Jay like, Ellis. Yeah, because he always like he <laughs> smiles all the time in his scenes, and just because he's a naturally happy guy. Oh, that's nice. He seems like a really chill dude. I like, I want to see him in other things. Oh, okay. He did. (laughs) Lawrence got buff as the season went on. He was like, Oh, you like Daniel? Oh, yeah. Well, I got this. (laughs) Audience is like, What? was that in response oh. to what body part was the ga 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 use your imagination use your imagination or check it out on youtube or the instagrams to be able to find out yeah go check it out do your research i'm john moe my show depression mode is all about mental health and this week i talked with amanda knox she spent four years in an italian prison for a murder she didn't commit that's a lot of trauma and she's okay talking about it. If I touch on something that you'd rather not get into, just say so, we'll cut the whole exchange out, but it also seems like you're pretty open open about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I am having trouble imagining anything that you could talk to me about (laughs) that I- I I know, what are we gonna throw Amanda Knox with? (laughs) Depression Mode with John Moe, only on Maximum Fun. For over a decade, MaxFunCon has been an incredible weekend of learning, connecting, and laughing with folks in the MaxFun community. And, if all goes according to plan, the last regularly scheduled MaxFunCon will take place in Lake Arrowhead from June 3rd to June 5th, 2022. We have a very limited number of tickets remaining. To make them available to the maximum number of people, we'll be opening our waitlist for tickets on January 23rd at 5pm Pacific. That'll be your chance to be first in line to purchase tickets, and we'll go down the waitlist until we're at capacity. More details at maxfuncon.com and mark your calendars for Sunday, January 23rd at 5 p.m. Pacific. 
I know, get this. Okay, James, are you ready for this? Because uh, I think you should be because I'm very proud of myself. I did some research. Okay. And I was back. I'm back. And I was excited that you were doing Seneca Village because I'm doing Russell City. Oh, shit. Never heard of this. Oh, yeah. And when I say, like, uh, and I don't know when this is going to be you know, you're going to air it, but hopefully this is a nice companion piece to Seneca village. So if you've already listened, if you haven't listened to the James of Seneca village piece, listen to it and then come on back and listen to Russell city because they are I, hand in a hand. Can I guess where Russell city is? Is it in New Jersey? Absolutely not. <laughs> is it in Iowa? You're making Absolutely me think like not. I'm in the wrong <laughs> Absolutely not. I have no not. idea because everything I've got. Florida? Hayward, California. Oh, shit. Oh, dang. I wasn't ready. You weren't no ready. No wonder that makes sense. You're absolutely not. We're on there. You came correct. Okay. Right. Yes. So, Russell City, many people, I personally didn't know that there used to be a city where Hayward is. If you're not from the Bay Area, Hayward is a little town in east in the East Bay. It's like east of Oakland. But, um, north of san jose so like think you're driving like you're going to be driving down to san jose from oakland you're going to pass hayward and it's just like a mm-hmm. small little east bay town right that you don't really think much about but apparently there used to be a town called russell city where hayward was so mm. And this, and I'm telling you, listen to the Seneca Village thing first, because James, what you were saying, there are so many parallels here. It is ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. So Russell City was named after Joel Russell, who is a New England teacher who came to California during the gold rush. And he set up this town in 1853. So it's almost like handing off like Seneca Village got mm-hmm. like all the b- black people from Seneca village got kicked out. And then here comes Joel Russell, who is not, who is white. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, maybe he was in Seneca village. No. And he was like, okay, I got a mosey on over all the way to the West coast. No, <laughs> no, he came over, but he established, um, Russell city to be a home for Danish immigrants. Mm. So, okay. And also just to kind of parallel what you were talking about, the Bay Area is famously, famously known to be the the land of the Ohlone people. And the Ohlone Mm -hmm. people were, you know, their missions where they were mistreated, like San Jose Mission and Fremont, um, and just a lot of displacement and awfulness too. But that I just want to also give a shout out to the indigenous population of the Bay Area, which is the Ohlone tribe. Um, Yeah. So... In 1853, going back to Joel Russell, he came over, he established it. Um, Russell City is located off of the Hayward shoreline. So this is like a waterfront area. It's a 12 block area that today it's, um, if you're from the Bay Area, it's between Chabot College and the Hayward Airport. It's just like a little nook, you know? Lake Chabot. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. My mom loves Lake Chabot. She's like, oh, we got to walk around Lake Chabot. What is that? Same with my mom. A lot of, I think when I turn 45, I'm going to be like, hmm, Lake Chabot. Oh, I need to go walk around Lake Chabot. I know. It also sounds and very, then, it's French. There's a T that you don't it, oh, pronounce. Right. Yes, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went and I was like, okay, this is cute. Can we go? No, like, I know. <laughs> I've seen a lake before. 
<laughs> okay, so Russell City, um, it slowly grew and grew and grew and became more bustling and ethnically diverse. And um, starting probably like just before World War Two, so between World War One and World War Two, um, black people started coming from the South and um, Latinx people started coming from Mexico. And that's who mostly resided in Russell City. It was about 1,400 people. It was kind of small, but still bustling. Um, they, and it, it's, it's also notable because it's where a lot of blues legends would drop by because they had a lot of clubs and there was like a big church scene. So like blues legends would come through and they would play at the clubs and then spend the night and wake up and go to church in the morning. Mm. So it was a cool little, cute little area. Um, mm. So Ronnie Stewart, the head of the West Coast Blues Society, is quoted in saying that it wasn't just a little unincorporated town with black and Mexicans and a few others. It had a real function as far as being a contributor to the West Coast Blues. Ray Charles played over there one time. T-Bone Walker was a regular and he and all of these guys really like honed their skills in Russell City's blues clubs. So mm. it's kind of like a, a hidden gem in the blues community that a lot of people don't really talk about, which is kind of interesting. It's also just something like I couldn't. I'm just trying to picture. I mean, I you know grew up in the Bay Area, and it's just so interesting because I wouldn't have mm. pictured this going down. Exactly. In that region of the Bay. If you would have said Berkeley or Oakland, sure. Yeah, absolutely. no, that's the interesting thing because a lot of people would go to Russell City. Like in my research, I noticed that like um, there was this one woman who they actually painted a mural of. Um, her name was Charlie Bill Sanders. She was a big hit in Russell City. She like got started in Russell City, but then she like branched out and became huge mm-hmm. in Oakland and San Francisco in the blues clubs there. But like, mm-hmm. but she started. Yeah, and in fact, the blues clubs kind of blew up in San Francisco and in Oakland, I believe, after World War II. But it, this is all like a little bit during and before Russell City was like the hot spot. So this is kind of cool. So mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. just blues, though, too. So another, like I said before, was the churches. The churches was like a huge scene in Russell City. And in fact, um, a lot of the churches would have um, services in English and in Spanish. So it really kind of unified the communities of um, black, black and Latinx people in this one little tiny area. It's really sweet. Like, it wasn't like, you know how you go to a lot of different towns and there's like, there's the black church, there's the white church, there's the, the church that's done yeah, in Spanish or yeah. whatever. But like they actually intermingled it so everybody could worship together and really create a, a like a society. And this is like yeah, back oh, in yeah. the day day. Like this is, this is. Yeah, this is like, this is your grandparents' parents, you know, this is several generations yeah, ago. Yeah, with this. Yeah, I just love the idea of like yeah. Yeah, like in the, fact, Pancho Villa, you know, you know the big, um, the big name out of like the big revolution, Mexican revolutions and stuff. His son lived in Russell City. Okay, so how did Russell City became like? How did it become a pl- a place where a lot of black people and, and Latinx families came to live in this area that used to be, it's like a Dutch place, right? So. Um, John Christian, who's an associate archivist from the Hayward um, Historical Society, he said basically Russell City was a product of racial steering. 
So racial steering is when um, mm. realtors, when they want to keep um, people of color out of white neighborhoods, they'd be like, you don't want to live here. You want to live here. Mm-hmm. Russell City is great for you. It's affordable. Mm-hmm. You should come and play. You should. There's better job opportunities. I'm only going to show you homes in Russell City. And that's kind of how. <laughs> yeah. So there's also that. <laughs> So that's kind of what happened. And also due to this, Russell City was um, unincorporated. So unincorporated means that it's kind of like half-ass, like the city doesn't recognize it and is like, we're not responsible for that. And so Hayward Mm. is in Alameda County. So the residents of Russell City, they petitioned at least three times to be incorporated into Hayward so they could get, you know, electricity, sewage, all of that. But they were denied constantly. So. So they just have these folks out here just stranded by themselves. They're like, we need help. And And they're like, no. Exactly. And if you go to Hayward, you realize it's like it's big, but it's not that big. So like you would probably be passing by Russell City all the time. It's not like you can avoid it. So it's stupid that they weren't like full racism. Mm -hmm. And this wasn't just like, you know, like, oh, it's unincorporated. We don't we're not giving you sewage and electricity because you're just like some podunk area. It had markets. It had farms. It had businesses. It had bars Mm -hmm. and it had like the jazz, the blues clubs, you know. So like the people had to look out. Well, but it had black people, Aneke, and that's why we cannot serve. Ooh, we'd love to help you out with garbage, but you have black people. Uh, It's so ridiculous. So because there was no government cooperation or funding, (laughs) the Russell City people, they had to, uh, quote unquote, rely on themselves, had to do it for themselves. Doing okay, it for themselves. City it for, they are literally had to do it for themselves. Yeah. They pooled their money together and they bought a used fire truck and would often drive and use that for their fire <laughs> services. And then their oh um gosh. because the ambulances to the nearest hospital would not service Russell City, the neighborhood they they <gasps> created like a plan where they would drive each other to the hospitals. To the hospital that would accept them. Just happened. Like almost having to Uber and lift yourself mm-hmm. to the hospital, which is kind of the thing that you have to do now. My roommate who was in, like he injured himself and every yeah. time he has to go to the hospital, he's like, oh, oh my can God. you order me a lift? Oh I'm God. in so much pain. And it's so sad because he can't, there's no other way to get to the hospital. That's sad. I hate but it. This I hate is, it, but this is ridiculous. Yeah, but this is, this is even They won't even come. This is because you're black. And like, <laughs> they don't even want your money. Help! I'm I'm in trouble. Okay, great, great. Can you just exactly my skin color? Are are you? Uh, oh, I'm black. Oh mm, my god! Sorry, Ridiculous. Don't. Okay, so, and let's not forget the used fire truck that they had to buy to use. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> I don't who even sold know. that to them? 
it must have been the other I fire department like we got a new fire truck They're like okay so that? this is where the playbook is the same playbook it, i mean there's already been some similarities but this is where things really start to get kind of similar so in after world war ii they really hayward started to be like we need to get rid of this place and in newspapers they started to call it like the daily review which i think is still around they started calling russell city a blight a slum in the squalid mess and I would like to mention Dang. that, yes, just like Seneca Village, there probably were some people squatting there, but there were clubs and markets <laughs> and jobs and churches. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was a town. It wasn't like, like a, yeah. a blight. Come on. And plus, they weren't getting electricity or yeah. sewage. So, of course, it wasn't going to be great. They I know. asked for help. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, let's just get rid of this. People live there. What is like, oh, yeah, it's just, I, just, know. I don't like looking at it, so Okay, it. so perhaps the final strike to Russell City was a wave of reported unresolved arson that swept through the area in the late 1950s. Okay. Yeah, so like they... Well, it does not take to solve Hayward this mystery. blames a lot of the... Well, the, at the time, they blamed a lot of the fires on electrical malfunction, kitchen appliances, or cigarettes. But the residents believed that their houses were being burned down to force people out of Russell City. Yeah, that ha- and you know, it's so exactly. interesting. Tales all this time that was mm-hmm. happening down here in the mission. There were all these like quote unquote fires where all these people, these you know residents here, mostly Latinx folks, were being displaced right. from their homes, and then. Oh, fire! Well, guess we're gonna build a new like exactly. Rude and criminal and awful, disgusting. Um, Reverend Green, a former (laughs) resident of Russell City, he claimed that the Hayward government hired someone to burn down houses. Um, He says, he's quoted in saying, um, the city of Hayward had incentives incentives to start the fire. It was easier and cheaper way to relocate the Mm. residents. His church was also burned down during all of this stuff. So... It's awful. So in other ways that the local government, they were able to like force people to leave was um, like, remember Mm -hmm. how the city refused to like to incorporate them to give them like services. PG&E also refused Mm -hmm. to install new water and gas lines or and they wouldn't even repair the existing ones. So if your electrical system broke Mm -hmm. down, PG&E was just like too bad. So sad. Live in the dark. And so, of course, people are going to leave and then get this, James, get this. This is so fucked up. This is so fucked up. This is why I got mad at that plaque a little bit. So in 2013, PG&E opened the Russell City Energy Center and it supplies key clean energy to much of Alameda County. Isn't that fucked up? I don't like that. I don't like that for... (laughs) You got to do something different. I'd rather y'all build like a satch. Not that is, seems like a I mean know. Slap in the face. And I feel like that was a decision. Yo, oh, yeah. They're like, we're going to honor it. But it's because like, did you like, know? <laughs> Should have honored it back <laughs> then. And, and you like, you couldn't get them power. And now Rude. they're going to. No, uh, that's, I know. Yeah, so dang. in 1963, the last of the residents were forcibly relocated and instead of building Central Park, they built an industrial park. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. That's what they did with it? 
they were like, we need to get rid of this so we can build yeah. an industrial park. Like, I think it goes back to your point. It's like, I don't know. If you're going to displace people, which you shouldn't, right. at least... I don't think there is anything that I'm like building the music. Yeah, nope, just don't terrible. take people um, out of their homes. Don't take them out of their <laughs> homes. And also this an, an industrial park. Yeah. Yuck. Like industrial parks are so ugly and it's just empty buildings and office space and it's terrible. So like most of Hayward. I bet yes. they right now. Uh, it's crazy. So um, I mentioned earlier Ronnie Stewart. He is the head of the West Coast Blues Company or whatever, Blues Commission or whatever. Go back, listen to what I said. So he said, <laughs> he said that you got a rewind button. <laughs> I love that. I have a say. Three hundred and thirty. That's it. a first. <laughs> okay, and three hundred. And 34 episodes to do a podcast. And now I'm taking, I'm, I'm only acknowledging okay, it because I'm yeah. taking notes. <laughs> I now know that I no longer need to repeat myself to my listeners. I can just make, what did I say? I, I don't know. Me. You got to rewind. You can hit rewind. I just said it like 10 hey, minutes ago. You know, figure it out. Um, I I just want to bring him back and because he said I liked his quote he said they took the whole damn city they changed every street name they tried to erase it and I love that I love what he said because it's true they even yo yeah the names. they completely absorbed it they absorbed I mean, I it it's no longer it's to. Hayward it's not Russell City did those did the people get dis? Yeah, you're right. Did the people who got displaced? Did they? I no forcibly removed. Or- Kick the fuck mm. out. They're like goodbye. Get out of here. Wow. Yeah. So in on November sixteenth, twenty twenty one. So recently, um, the Hayward oh, City Council tried yeah. to um, partially rectify major injustice by issuing an apology to Russell City's residents, descendants, and other groups harmed by the city's history. Um, of this, you know, this forcible removal, racist, terrible thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is the apology is pretty significant because it clearly admits the past injustices and includes a ten-part plan that commits the city to addressing the harm it caused. Mm-hmm. A lot of the past residents who are like in their eighties yeah. or, or like their their descendants. They're like, we're gonna side eye this. We don't. We'll believe it when we see it, kind of thing. And I don't mm-hmm. blame them. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm even surprised that the right. apology even passed. You know, it's so hard to get government to even do an apology. And I would have been just like, oh, oh did that get like I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, did exactly. the apology get passed? Did they apologize? Like, because it's so hard I to know. even get one of those. But I even like the idea that there's like a 10 point potential mm-hmm. plan to do something like I don't know even building community centers there is definitely like you'll never be able to undo what is done. But I think at I'll least take efforts. It, yeah. And they're this. doing it. And so like, here they already. So yeah. here are the things that they've started to do. So oh. they are. I, they I don't know how I feel themselves. about this because it feels a little like they're lumping everything together. So they um, they've started new series mm-hmm. of public art installations at Heritage Plaza, which is in Hayward. And it's in recognition of indigenous people, the internment mm-hmm. of Japanese Americans during World War II, and the eviction of Russell City residents. Okay. So I'm like, sure. what the? That just Here seems like, stuff. hey, we're sorry for everything. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of fucked up shit. 
And um, it's like, come on, here's guys. something for everybody. I know. <laughs> here's all the people we harmed. But is it well? Is it better? I think. It, I it hope it's three, three separate, separate ones. ones. I think it might be. Like, I would. I would here. appreciate that more than just like a mural of sadness. You know. Yeah. This <laughs> is how we fucked oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's no, a mural. It's, pub- it's like art. It's, like a it's art installation. Like, I think in. Yeah, I I'm actually on the <laughs> fence about that. I know this is I'm not on the council, and what do what does my opinion matter? But I am on the fence. So I want three separate. I'm sorry, we. I'm fucked just kind up of like, how dare one. you say that and we're just, gonna do this know. for Russell City, but we know. also <laughs> are gonna include some of these ter- other terrible yes. things that oh, we did true. too. <laughs> Because you know what happened. Someone in the city council was like, "Um, we need to add in this group that we fucked up. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. Someone's like, "Um, excuse me. You know who else you fucked over? I know. It's true. But, okay, so here's something that's very pointed that they're doing that I appreciate. So they are... um, so they're working with Russell City Descendants to determine a pro- appropriate restitution by creating a first-time home buyer's assistance program. So I appreciate that. You know, at least that give that makes more sense. You know, mm. like, oh, so your grandpa got kicked out of Russell City. Let me help you buy a house at least. You know, like, I like that. I like that. Yeah, no, you are so right. And see... When we talk about, um, mm-hmm. you know, getting our 40 acres and a mule, I, this is the yeah. example that we are talking about. Like, this is the way to, you know, um, for, for past generations that reparations can come in mm-hmm. different ways. I'm going to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> getting deep. Something to you for a moment. <laughs> it's a long yeah, day. Tired. This is like my second, third show of the day. Oh, for rep- word for reparations, <laughs> which is why I said forty acres. You could have just kept on going. Why you have to admit that? But why you have to admit I that? Know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's so funny? And I was so oh, mad at myself because I was like, I talk about reparations all the time. <laughs> I've not said it in a while, and I was kind of mad at myself. I'm like, man, I'm not talking about reparations enough then because I can't even think about this word that I'm like, oh, yeah. I want this thing. I you want can be it. tired. I can't remember the word you for had, it. And I, I am like, granting you, know. you the right to be tired. I'm giving you the restitution of tiredness right now. And you could say 40 acres and a mule. <laughs> and I could have just kept you going. You yourself. I could have just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Because like, I was know like. What? You went right along. Like, mm-hmm. No, I thought I you were being poetic like, about it. I was like, yeah, okay. Yep. There we go. That's black person shorthand. That would have really good. <laughs> That is sometimes you know what we do. We like to explain it. We're like you know I'm not gonna yes! say the words. I'm gonna exactly. say the phrase of what that word means. I I fully <laughs> didn't catch that. And you know me, I catch everything. I, let you in. I didn't catch that at all. <laughs> I am also you tired. Do. So who you knows? Do. This could you be do, this is Neke yeah. and James's sleepy episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we think like we're doing an amazing hard hitting <laughs> episode. Instead, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Strasan, do 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 do, ha, doing it for themselves. Stop <laughs> jazz music. Oh my god! <laughs> I almost feel like Maybe I'm the about to pee myself. Off, uh, the, the train. <laughs> Think they're gone. <laughs> 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 
we're like, ooh, huh? we're gonna get a, a we're gonna get a podcast to award a after this one. <laughs> oh my god! Oh okay. man! Hey, city, stop it! Let stop us live where we want to live. Damn it! That's shit! Uh, <laughs> there it is. You heard mm-hmm. two weeks back to back stories. A two separate community. This, this is, is a, just too We did many. both coasts because there's so too many in between. Many. Countless. <laughs> Probably right now yep. it's happening. Absolutely. And you know what we also did? We we did New York and California. Mm-hmm. So it's also, you know, given that side eye to not just the again, South, y'all. It's everywhere. It's sort of like the new it's exactly racism is sort of like the new map of uh when we look at like oh how how's covid in america yes. oh that's racism all over that's racism like, the new map it's just red <laughs> it's like in that's racism States. you're like where's oh, racism where is it the in the whole south thing. it's cool. everywhere aye, aye, aye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but guess what even in hawaii not in this yes. podcast even in hawaii nah. <laughs> ah! We out! Smoke bomb. Explosions. Well, there it is. There it is. So fabulous. Aneke be learning us, and we love her for it. And we also love you all for being here week after week. We love it so much. And we also love... Our editor, Sarah Brown, keeping me on the real editor slash producer, Sarah Brown. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, also, our production coordinator, Lori Fowler. We appreciate you. And we appreciate all of our wonderful listeners out there. Even the folks who are still listening. They're like, oh, am I going to get thanked? Am I going to get thanked? You're getting thanked right now. Don't forget to visit us on the social medias at Minority Corner on Instagram. It's going to be the best one. Let's face it. Twitter, we've kind of falling off there so instagram is the best place to get in touch with us if you want to holla go to the instagrams and that's gonna do it for us thank you so much for our maximum fund members our listeners we love you all so much thank you for listening to minority corner because together we're the majority maximumfund.org comedy and culture Artist owned, audience supported.